Okay, I we are we are we are recording. We are recording. Hello, welcome to episode Hi. 14 of the Bolo Pasqua show. We have Hello. a special guest tonight. Um, it is Marco, the host of Filipino Night TikTok. Um, and yeah, Marco, thank you so much for being here. And please introduce yourself to the to the viewers. Hey, Kuya Ball, thank you for inviting me to your show. So, hi guys, I'm Marco, at Marco C on TikTok. Um, yeah, as Kuya Ball mentioned, I do Filipino Night TikTok, or at least I used to, because right now I haven't been doing it, because I've been focusing on other stuff. Um, my posts on TikTok, they're more humor style. Sometimes I dance, sometimes I talk about serious stuff, but honestly, I just do whatever on TikTok, so yeah. Where do you study? I think I think you're a student, correct? Yeah, I, I'm a student. Um... I'm currently studying in UP Diliman. I'm taking up molecular biology and biotechnology. Crazy. And, and like, what, why did you take up molecular biology and biotechnology? Um, honestly, what really pushed me to the course was, first, because the course title is so long. Like other course titles, physics, chemistry, biology, that's boring. Molecular biology and biotechnology, that sounds amazing. And also, it's really interesting to me. Like biology, that's what I'm really passionate about. So yeah, that's why I took it up. Awesome. And anything else that you'd like to the viewers to know about you? So you you do TikTok content. You you're studying right now. What what year are you in? I just, I just want um, to. I'm, I don't know. I'm incoming third year. Damn. And how old are you? I'm twenty years old. Crazy. I'm six years older than you. I'm freaking old. Okay. I see. Wow. I, and um, let's talk about biochem actually, because uh, like I haven't um talk to anyone who's in that field yet and I just want to know like why is it important like aren't you just gonna get a, a job inside the corporate like a corporation and like measure stuff and like not use the rest of your <laughs> of your degree like that, that's my perception of it like why, why why is it important like what is something why why does society find it useful okay so I'm um, biochemistry there's, there are so many fields you can go into. You can go to med, you can go into research, you can go into industry work, you can produce um, products. And I think biochemistry is really important because biochemistry is where most of our stuff comes from, like medicine, um, research on diseases, um, human biology, stuff like that. Also, a lot of other stuff such as insulin, a lot of important medicines and other products such as nata de coco, and other stuff, they actually come from molecular biology and biotechnology. That's why it's really important. Awesome, awesome. Actually, the only thing that I really like to talk about, <laughs> I'm just going to be transparent, is okay. I want to know your take about CRISPR-Cas9. Um, so just a brief background about what I know, but like I have no expertise ab about anything. Like, is it true that we can make white babies out of like Filipino parents. Is it true that I can make myself bioluminescent by, by crossing genes between like, I don't know, from jellyfish and, and, and my cells and then I can glow in the dark and stuff like that. And how, and how long do you think it will take for that type of technology to be commercially available? And do you guys talk about that in, in school and class and yeah. Hmm, okay, so right now, in my past two years in college, I haven't really taken up a lot of molecular biology subjects. 
um, most of our first year and second year are just prerequisites, like physics, chem, math, biology. And we haven't really delved into the molecular biology topics. So I'm not really well-versed on those topics either. But from what I know, we're still very far from that. Like having bioluminescent skin, like having real designer babies. I think we're still very far from that. But I do think it's a possibility. But it's going to take a long, long time. And sorry to disappoint you, Kuya Bolo, but I don't think you'll be alive to reach that time. Oh, damn. I, well, yeah, I'm sorry. Here's the thing about like technology. Um, it is forecasted. It was forecasted by Stephen Hawking, if I'm not mistaken, and also Elon Musk, that we will um, approach a singularity, which means that when technology will arrive to the fact that it will become smarter than us and it will produce like crazy shit for us uh, by the time it's 2040 to 2050. So like, even if like humanly possible, we can't, once we merge with AI with Neuralink and stuff like that, where like uh, we can increase the petabytes of our memories and like the, the data rate between we on how we interact with technology, like technology will always like grow exponentially, all that stuff. My question to you is that, so like considering that if it's within our lifetime and you can have like gene editing, what is something that you would probably do with it? Like what would Mark hmm, personally Filipino night TikTok do with, with CRISPR? I would personally I would personally want to live longer. Mm. Like I would edit my genes in a way wherein I could live longer because it's a really common question, like would you want to live forever? And a lot of people say no to it. But honestly, me, I feel like I would want to live forever. So yeah, that's what I would change about me. Awesome. Like like what so if you were to cross yourself with, with another like living being? What would it be? Like, would it be like a, an animal that lives so long? Or like, would it be like a tardigrade where you're indestructible? Like, what kind of like forever living would you do it? Or like, would you go inside? Would you merge with, with AI or upload your mind and that's how you live forever? Like, in what ways would you do it? I'm just super curious. Oh, actually, um, if that's an option, I feel like I would want to upload my consciousness to to AI so that even when my body dies, I could still live on as a robot. And it's not it's probably not going to feel the same way, but technology will allow it to feel the same way eventually and it'll allow me to live indefinitely. So yeah, I would want that. And, and what would you be doing? Would you be playing Minecraft forever? Mm, it's a it's a choice. The good thing is that I don't have to choose. Since I can live forever, I can do whatever I want anytime. Do I want to play Minecraft right now? Sure. Do I want to travel? Sure, that's all right. Awesome, awesome. I think what I would do, I'd probably just like have a long ass dick, like the biggest dick in the world. <laughs> That's what I do, like, what animal has the biggest dick? Would, would I think you, whales do. Yeah, I'd probably get a whale dick, and like, I'd be happy with my life, and then just like. That's valid. <laughs> it's valid. Thank you so much for making it valid. Valid. You're valid. Speaking of of, of whale dicks. Why do you talk about social issues on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very nice segue. Very nice segue. Okay. Very smooth, right? Yeah, yeah, very good. So I talk about political content on TikTok because I feel like I've built a platform on TikTok. 
I'm not super famous, but I have a lot of followers who listen to what I say. Mm-hmm. And if I can use my voice as a way to raise consciousness about what's happening in the country, I would want to do I would I would want to do that. And that's what I do. I really want to use my platform to engage young people because most of my followers are young. I want to engage them into social discourse as early as in their teenager in, in their teenage years. But, but why do you care? Like like why can't you just like be a UP student and then like go out and live a fun life and a privileged life? Like why not? Just like why even care? Isn't it stressful? Like people are, are bashing you and then it's just like when you wake up and then you receive hate comments and, and threats and all of those stuff. Like why is it even worth it for you? Um yeah, it's definitely stressful. Um the hate does affect me to an extent. But I understand that if I, because me, I'm in a position to like live comfortably. I could just ignore these social issues, not care about them. But I don't want to. I feel like it's an injustice to the people to not care about them. Because, for example, don't privilege people. They don't have a voice. I mean, they have a voice, but they don't. But I feel like, as someone who has built a platform, I feel like I could help. I could help them out. I could help um, strengthen their voices. And that's what I want to do. I don't just want to live in comfort. I want to help them out too. But, but where does that come from? Like, I'm, I'm really curious. Like, where does that, like, love and care come from? I think it's just, it's just that I care about people. Like, I care about the masses. I'm willing to care about people outside of myself. Why? <laughs> I, just, I, I just do. My, 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 my head around it. Like, why? Hmm. I feel like, you know how, like, you personally, would you kill someone else? No, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't harm anyone. Like, I'd like to produce straight TikTok and make people laugh. And, like, it's done. Like, I wouldn't harm anyone. um, But I wouldn't want to harm my mental health. I'm just curious about, you know what I mean? Like, Like, yeah, I wouldn't kill someone. Yeah. That's the bare minimum. And I'm just like willing to do the bare minimum. Like, why do you go the extra mile for, for social discourse? No, for me, that's the bare minimum. Caring mm, about other it. people. Like, I understand that I need to do this and I want to do it. That's why I do it. So, yeah. I see. Why, why do you think? Sorry, I, I'm just like, I just want to pick your brain. I'm just like, I'm, that's all right. Um, why, why is it the bare minimum compared to people who are, who are just like not doing harm? Why do we need to promote social awareness? Why should that be the bare minimum instead for you? Hmm. Because we are in a position to talk about it more. Hmm. Um, when you think about it, for example, when these less, some, some less privileged people, they speak up about social issues. And what happens to them is they get attacked. They get directly harmed by hmm. the state or whatever. But for, some, but for some of us, some of us who are privileged, when we talk about it, we don't get harmed as much. Which is why I believe that we have the opportunity to use our, plot, our, our platforms for this. Got it. So what you're saying is that there are people who are getting fucked out there. And because if we speak about it, what happens once we, we spread awareness about the people who are getting fucked out there? Um, once we raise awareness about it, then we can actually enact social change. Because I believe that we have power as people. The government is just like a small amount of people. And if we as the people demand something from them and we make our voices heard, then we can enact change. Okay, cool. And I want that to happen. Awesome. What is your favorite civil rights movement? Or like what is your favorite um, breakthrough for, for like just 
in general, like fight for rights all around the world, do you have any favorite? Like my favorite is um, education being guaranteed for children children during the industrial revolution. That's my personal favorite. How about you? Like like what's your what's your favorite? Like what kind of breakthroughs? Hmm, like something that's already happened? Yeah, like maybe as recent as like gay marriage being legal in, in the United States, or maybe it could be way back. I feel like um one victory that I'm really proud of that's a social victory is when I think it's it's when we overthrew the Marcuses. Mm. I mean I understand that when the Marcuses were thrown out, he was just replaced by Cory Aquino, which who was just as bad as him. But the fact is that this event this showed us that we can do something as people, we can do something as the masses. That even mm. though Marcus was so powerful and he was he was just killing people left and right we were able to come together as Filipino people and just make a change. So, yeah. Got it. I, I think that's beautiful. Um, actually, just, just to share, the reason why, like, your favorite victory is also, like, something that is super close to my heart is because my aunt is a desaparecido. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's really, it's, a, it's actually a taboo topic in, in my family. Well, not so much anymore. But, yeah, like, imagine losing a, a sister out of nowhere and like you don't know like what's gonna yeah. happen to your, to your sister so well, well I'm just I'm just happy that that's your favorite victory because I think yeah. like people as young as you um, knowing the significance of, of that event um, really gives honor to those people who, who have sacrificed their lives and have given honor uh, to, to the country to the people and to the marginalized and less privileged so I think that's super dope I think that's super dope um, I have a question now. I have a question. What's your opinion right. about the difference of all TikTok and straight TikTok and like why there's an issue about those two things? Oh, I, where I do you belong? Huh. And where do you belong? <laughs> okay. Personally, I really don't want to classify myself because some of my content are considered alt with my humor, with my political beliefs, but I also do straight content with my dancing. Personally, I'd put myself on, if I had to choose between them, I'd put myself on alt TikTok because that's where I believe I lie. But personally, I'm really against the idea of like a straight TikTok and an alt TikTok. Although I understand the need, I understand the need to categorize these things. A lot of people have been using it as a way to enact superiority. Like alt TikTokers, a lot of them feel like they're superior to straight TikTok. And it really sucks because why can't we all just be friends something like that right um like mm-hmm. a few days ago remember Yanya de jesus he's from mm-hmm. straight tiktok and he made an a, a second account that was considered alt and a lot of alt tiktokers came at him they started bullying him for no reason and i really don't like that culture so yeah that's my opinion on alt tiktok versus straight tiktok let's, let, let's talk about that um where do you think does the superiority come from and how do you think that manifests hmm what do you mean I mean, so this is, this is what I mean about it. Like, people think, and you also claim that, like, all TikTokers feel like they're superior um, because, I don't know, because I think straight TikTok is too mainstream, but then, like, all TikTok gives a different flavor or it's more, what we say, like, matapang or edgy and all that stuff. And because of the fact that we're willing to talk about what society likes to ignore, um, that's where they gatekeep that, now that we have established a community, you can't join the alt 
TikTok conversations because now you're just doing it because there are more people who are also looking at alt TikTok content. That's my interpretation as to why like many alt TikTokers feel like they are superior because like we were here first. We were doing it before it was cool. That's my, that, like, that's my perspective. How about for you? Hmm. Okay, I feel like the ascendancy that some alt TikTokers feel comes from a place wherein most alt TikTokers are woke. They're aware about what's happening in the world. They're aware about the injustices. As compared to most straight TikTokers, especially the famous ones, they don't really use their platforms to talk about these things, mm-hmm. which is wrong because they have the platform to do it. They have the platform to raise awareness about it, but, but they choose not to. And I think that's wrong. And I think that's where a lot of alt TikTokers get their ascendancy from. But at the same time, that's not a reason to bully these people. If we want these straight TikTokers to talk about social issues, if we, if we want to educate them, we must do it from a place of care, from a place of concern, from a place of wanting to educate them. Instead of like saying, oh, I'm better than you because I'm all TikTok and I talk about woke stuff, unlike you who just dance all the time. So yeah. How, how do you think the bullying manifests? Between like, I think both groups do bullying. But what is the most glaring type of bullying or toxicity um, do you observe on your... Oh. Yeah. Um, one thing that's really... The one thing that I really notice is that sometimes there are straight TikToks who just do their own thing. Like, they have their own humor. They're, they're doing their own dances. And then some alt TikToker would do it this person. This would do it a straight person. And they would make fun of them. They would make fun of their humor. They would make fun of their dancing. And because there's like an ascendancy from the alt TikTokers, a lot of alt TikTok would come in and like laugh at them, bully them, do with them even more. Which is why I feel the culture of bullying is so spread in alt TikTok. I see. So yeah. I have a question. Do you think that alt TikTokers should stop doing things straight TikTok? I feel like well, if they're, if they're going to do it them out of a place of wanting to mock them, out of wanting to bully them, then yeah, definitely. But a lot of people do it straight TikTok too for other reasons that's not as, as toxic as this. So yeah. I okay, so it's about the manner by which it's about yeah. the by which they do it and like the place they're coming from. So if they're coming from hate or they're coming from like their high horse, that's where they yeah. should. I see. But if like if there's something else, because there's like a million ways why you, you, someone could do it. Then. So I understand that, but that's awesome. I, I really like that fresh perspective from you. Cause I just feel like on TikTok, we don't get to talk about it extensively. You know what I mean? Like we don't that's get true. to divide. And it's just like about another comment that will trigger you and then you don't want to participate in the discussion. But when it's like just having a random podcast, you know, where with weird um, uh, transitional, <laughs> weird ways to transition to different topics, it's just like, yeah, I see. I, I, I see what you mean. I see. I really see what you mean. So here's my here's my question: If there's some one thing that would change, without being repetitive, or I don't know, fuck it. Um, if there's one thing that would improve from the all TikTok community, what would it be? And what, if there's one thing that could improve from the straight TikTok community, what would it be? Hmm. For straight TikTok, I want them to. I want them to be more open-minded. I want them to understand that when they're being educated, it's not because like um, we're not coming from like a place that we think we're superior. We just want to educate out of a place of, con- of concern. I want them to understand that. And for all TikTok, I want them to understand that bullying, spamming people, doing them with the no and the heart emoji, that's not 
educating. I want them to understand the line between bullying and educating because a lot of them miss a lot of them misunderstand bullying as educating. So I want them to understand that educating is explaining from a place of concern, not from wanting to mock them, not from wanting to gain clout out of it, out of just wanting to these people to learn more. So yeah. I see. I see. Um, for me, like one improvement that all TikTok could, could have is really coming from a place of love. Like I really do agree with you there because just because you're like, just because one person's TikTok gets hype doesn't mean it's a productive conversation to have, right? Um, yeah. And I'd rather have content about social issues that's less triggering, but if it reaches like a couple of people who are in the straight TikTok, they could understand that, that oh, this content creator is coming from a place of, of love. This content, content creator is coming from a place of, of concern. And that's where it breeds understanding. Because I, like, I do get that some alt TikTok content would get hype because people are pressed from all sides. And that's where people will comment and fight. And that's how the algorithm will be boosted. And then people would interpret it differently and all that stuff. And it's just like not a healthy conversation. So I think it's like, although social issues and social, like well, what's happening in the, current, like, in the current times is important, I think asking the questions that are productive must be there. So like for me, it, we don't have to agree on like the answers, but I think we got to agree on the questions. Like for me, that, that's important. Like we got to agree on the, on the questions. Um, yeah. But for me on, on straight TikTok, I think one point of improvement is that I think they should stop seeing like all TikTokers as like evil people who are ruining the good vibes of the community. Yeah, that's true. Hate that notion of, of TikTok is only for good vibes. And yeah. I think, no, I like, if you get like uncomfortable, there's a reason why you get uncomfortable. If it's like, true. that is like violent, if it's nothing that's too crass, but if it's a social issue and you get comf comf uncomfortable, that's because like you don't know how much people are suffering on the ground where you just are wanting to be apathetic from it. And I just feel like the community of straight TikTok saying good vibes only, like I regret that because the reason why things are bad vibes is because we're not paying attention to the people who are disenfranchised in society. And I wish that um, the straight TikTok community could come from a place of understanding that it's not only for good vibes. Like technology and social media is about making the society and citizenry smarter and aware. And I think the world is, is a better place when people aren't like only happy, but they also understand the power of their platform, but they also understand that things may be uncomfortable, but it's necessary for us to move forward as a society. So that's that that's mine that's <laughs> yeah i completely agree those are good points yeah um all right so i received criticism from you that i don't know how to transition <laughs> um yeah <laughs> so let's talk about that for a bit let's talk about that for a bit as a transitionary tool before talking about filipino night tiktok and how it started um 
Yeah, like, like, how do you feel right now? Like, what do you think is the best way for me to transition? Right now? Like, you want me to give you an example? It's so awkward. Sorry, man. Like, you want me to give you an example of a transition right now? I, I don't know. What do you mean? Up to you, up to you, up to you. Um, I don't know. I guess you could, like, do something like, hmm, all that political talk is, has made me tired. And look at the time. It's really late. You know what? It's it's already nighttime, so let's talk about that. What's up, Filipino night TikTok? How did it start? What are you doing with it? Something like that. Marco, I really think that you'd be a great DJ. I would suck as a DJ. I think I think you should apply to be like a junior jock. Or wait. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't want to be prejudicial to just one top radio station. What's the other one? Shit. Student jock and junior jock, is that? Junior Jock is Magic 89.9, correct? I'm not sure. But I know that there's a student jock thing. Okay, anyways, I think I think you should apply because I think there's you have so much potential. And speaking of potential, <laughs> uh, uh, you see what I did there? You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Go on. Speaking of yeah. potential, um, one idea that you've been throwing out on the TikTok world is saying it's capturing a, a niche an audience i've been talking about it uh with a with a book i'm reading called the purple cow where you target a niche a, a small group of people and you have targeted uh young gen z people like tiktokers or, or viewers who sleep late where did that inspiration come from and i think it's genius because like you're capturing a community like oh i sleep late and you appear on my TikTok because it's like, it's, it's night. And I want to hang out. Here's a Discord server. Like, where did these ideas come from? Like, how did you see that opportunity? I think it's, it's not yet, what do you call this? It's not yet, like, as popular. But how you are building a community is amazing. With, with people entering your Zoom calls, your, your Discord servers. Um, tell me about it. Like, walk me through it. Okay, so um, Filipino Night TikTok, it started because I was bored one night. I was thinking like, what could I do? Because I, I was feeling bored. And I thought, I wanted to know what other people who follow me were doing. So that's when I started like, hey, what's up Filipino Night TikTok? What are you doing? Tell me, tell me why you're still awake. And that night, I enjoyed so much just hearing about what they're doing, just conversing with them. And I thought, I should do this every night. And that's what I did. I kept doing it every night. And one time, I even played a game with them, Scribble.io. It's like draw something. And I thought that it was super hard to organize games through TikTok because you couldn't post links properly. That's where the Discord server idea came from. And then from there, I thought that a lot of people follow me. A lot of people follow Drill, Wes, and I. We have a lot of common followers and we interact with them a lot. So I thought a better way to interact would be through the Discord server. And that's how I think we started building the little community of like TikTok, of like TikTok friends we we've made. So yeah. Awesome. What are the unique experiences you get from from, from it? What do you mean? I don't know interactions from the community. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I think one of the benefits of like being so close with the community is that you really get to know them. And like when when they comment on your on your TikToks, like there's like this understanding that you guys are friends because it's like compared to like when they think that you're a celebrity versus that 
versus when you're friends, the interactions become more real. They become more organic. You guys can laugh about stuff. They don't just comment first, FYP, um, <laughs> panotis po idol. They don't comment that anymore. They comment like, hey, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? Oh my God, this is great. Like, I want to build like better interactions with them. So yeah. I see it. Um, why do you think many people comment first uh, if, if they're the first? Like, why, why do they do that? My guess is that the, the, we have placed a premium on taking the virginity of people <laughs> that it has translated to the comment section. That's my hypothesis. It comes from the, the notion of, of the world or like even the Philippines na ako yung nauna or like sana ako yung nauna. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but why do you think it has translated in the comment section? Like, why do people feel that they're they're special when when they're first? I feel like I feel like yeah, that's valid. But I think it's more on the fact that if you're the first person to comment, you're more likely to get noticed. Mm. You're more likely to get noticed by creators because you're the first comment. Like, what else is there to interact with? So these creators would feel like, oh, they commented first, I'll like their comment, I'll, I'll reply to them. I think that's what most people think when they comment first on a post. They just want to get noticed. I see, I see. Um, do they annoy you or not? Would you rather, would you have them comment or, or not comment at all? Um, personally, I, I'm alright with it. If they want to comment first, they're not really hurting me, so it's alright. And in the end, it's more engagements for me. So yeah, go ahead. Cool. Where do you think um, Filipino... Uh, night TikTok will be in in 2021. What do you think it would look 2021? like? Yeah, well, like honestly, six to seven months from now. Well, honestly, right now I've been you thinking of Filipino night TikTok. Sorry, is it something that you will phase out, or is it something that you'd continue and and see that it's something that's evolving throughout? The, like, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out where it's going right now. Because honestly, I haven't been doing Filipino night TikTok for the past few days because. I've been trying to sleep earlier, which I'm still failing at, but without the pressure of like doing Filipino night TikTok, at least I can relax better. Because my thing is that I don't want to feel pressured to do things on TikTok. I want to do them because I really want to. And for the past few days, I haven't really been wanting to do Filipino night TikTok. So I haven't been doing it. But I'm still exploring how I feel about it. And But right now, I'm more focused on like just doing whatever I want and interacting with the people who follow me. So yeah. Got it. Cool. What do you, so here's something that I'm struggling with as a TikTok content creator. I'm doing the things that I like, like plants, making jokes, I don't know, spamming my account and just expressing myself in different ways. But I just feel like I'm losing followers because of it. And like, I'm not gaining hype because of it, or I get skipped because of it. Um, do you have the same problem? And like, how do you deal with these thoughts as a, as a content creator? Hmm, okay. So for the first thing I do is that I don't really do TikTok to get fame. Like, that's not the, the main thing I have in mind. The main thing I have in mind is I want to have fun. I just want to do what I want, which is why I do what I want. And then the second thing, try to, in, um, the people who unfollow you, that's because they really don't like your content. That means they don't like you as a person. I mean, it's probably not that much, but you can... <laughs> No offense, Kriyabal, but it's probably oh, yeah. not that deep. But you can take that from that. Because if they really like you and your content, they would stay. And I think it's better that they leave your account as soon as now. And the people who start following you, they really want to follow you for you. 
not just for what you what you post. They, like they really want like you as a person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the people who follow me, they follow me because I'm Marco, not because of my content. So whatever I post, if I want to post dances, if I want to talk political, if I want to be serious, if I want to make jokes, that's all right. They'll still support me because it's still me. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that that is actually um, the point that I want to like get at someday so that like even if I'm freaking lazy, but like social media is like, I don't know, I get to leverage social media for money and, and stuff and building a personal brand. Like, even if I'm, like, lazy as fuck, I could just say, hey, what's up, people? And then, like, I, it's still a productive day. Like, how Billie Eilish is, is doing it? <laughs> Billie Eilish is not performing or anything. She's like, what's up, people? And then, and then everybody's just digging it because, like, she's Billie Eilish. Yeah. I know it's like we're super far away from that. Anyone can, can dream. But I, I really like what, what you said about um, having followers because they really like you and, and, and for who you are. And that's, that's why I think like I appreciate it more when people follow me out of like the random things that I post about compared to the content that goes viral. Because yeah. I at like the people, the like two or three people who followed me because of like one like obscure thing I did notice like the kind of genius or the thought that I put into it compared to like something that is viral but so freaking vanilla. Um, I just don't think those people get me compared to, hey, I'm just reflecting about my day and like, my day sucks because... And then they get the last part of that joke that nobody really understands and gives me a follow for it. Like, that one follow, for me, is better than, like, the thousands of follows that I get from this one content that, 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 that blows up. Yeah. I completely understand, the... yeah. Because, like, um, if you check my account now, I grew from, like, 2.5 thousand followers to, like, 8K. I have so I have fast, seen... right? I am getting like, insecure, Marco. <laughs> no, no, wait. It's because my educational TikToks, they went so viral. People are following me for that. But if you look at my engagements, they're still the same as before. If I make a joke, mm. it, it doesn't get as much clout as, I, as you would expect from someone with 8,000 followers. Because these people followed me for my educational content. They followed me for a viral TikTok. So yeah, that's, that's the same thing you've been experiencing. So yeah, I agree. I understand. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I prepared... A curveball question, okay, for you, because I'm gonna use it as a soundbite. Okay. It is, but 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 don't worry, it it's in your field of expertise. Okay. What are your favorite characteristics about drill and about Kuya violinist? My favorite characteristics about them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Wes. It's really hardworking. Wes, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Violin is Wes. He's really hardworking. He has a routine. He sticks to it. He understands the important things in life for him, which is like his career, his education. And he really focuses on them when he needs to. Um, with Drill, what I really admire about him is he doesn't care. He doesn't care about what he posts. He posts whatever he wants, whenever he wants, how often he wants. He could post <laughs> 50 TikToks in a day and he wouldn't care because he really just wants to post those. So I really admire that about him. So yeah. Those are, what are, those are what I admire about them. Okay, now here's the last curveball question before we end. What All right. do you think does Wes and Drill like about you? Me? <laughs> I told Me? you. Oh, that's hard. Hmm. Okay, um, I feel like 
Well, honestly, this is like sort of objective because this is how our friendship began. I think what they like about me is how I dance. I mean, I'm not a great dancer. I'm not claiming that. I'm not super good. I mean, I'm kind of decent. I'll admit that. But like our friendship started because we they started doing my dances. And we would do them like, oh, Wes, it's your turn to dance Marcos dance. So I think that's what they like about me. At least that's when that's when our friendship started. So yeah. I see, I see. I can't I wait to invite them and then ask them the same questions. Okay. So, I would love to do an episode with the three of you. Uh, oh, that's cute. Yeah, I think that would be really cute. That would be really cute. And I'll be asking you questions about like your throuple of friendships. <laughs> yeah. No! That's like like I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask like who's your favorite? <laughs> and then <laughs> would, would you participate in that kind of game? Would you would you? That's intense. That's intense. Okay, okay. okay fine, fine, fine. I'll I'm, I'll make sure to ask those questions prior before we actually do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Got it, got it. Okay. Cool. Um, if there are three things or two things you'd like to say to budding content creators, whether they're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, what would be three things or two things you'd like to say to them? Hmm. First, do it because you want to do it. Don't do it because you feel pressure to do it. Don't do it because you feel like that's what your audience wants to see. If your audience really wants to see you, they will be okay with whatever you do. So just do them. As, as long as you're not harming a minority or a community, as long as you're not harming anyone, just do what you want to do and people will like you for that. Number two, um, learn, to ta- learn to take a break. Because with social media, it's very easy to feel like if you don't post for a day or two, you're going to lose the traction, you're going to lose the hype. That you need to post every day, all the time, so that people can actively engage with you. But don't feel pressured to do that. You will, you will experience burnout. And it will end up worse in the long run. So understand that you need to take a break. And three, um, just have fun. Same as number one. Just have fun. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And Marco, I just want to thank you for being here. And that's our show. And I can't wait to invite Drill and Wes and then the three of you soon, and then yeah. we'll be asking super spicy questions, so prepare yourselves. All right, looking forward to it. Talk. How, so, all right, I'd like you, no, no, no. So, Marco, as the host of Filipino Night TikTok, I'd like you to, to, to end the, 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 the episode with a spiel of yours. Just a minute. Mm, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, count me off, count me off. Okay, so five, four, Three, two, one. What's up, Filipino Night TikTok? It is currently 11.40 p.m. It's really late. Why are you still awake? And for sure, you've seen the whole podcast episode. So tell me, what was your favorite part? What was your, the favorite thing you, that Kuya Ball and I said? So leave it in the comments below. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Awesome, awesome. So that's the show. And we will stop recording now. See ya.